Here we go. We jumped out a window. No, it's the quiet. Shh, we jumped out a window. Hairy baby. Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister... Christian Allgaier. And we are discussing all things Disney here at this podcast. The parks, the movies, uh, the TV shows, anything Disney themed. Alright, so we will uh, get started here with our opening question of your favorite Disney princess. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I think I know who yours is. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, So my favorite Disney princess would be Belle. Which is a no-brainer for you, I know. Mm -hmm. No surprise. But um, I don't know, I guess growing up I always thought that... I guess I felt like I resembled her more than the others, you know? I don't know if that's why I liked her, like the brown hair Yeah, it was the reading, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because I love books. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but I guess that's probably what it was. I mean, I loved her gold dress and I think too, just it, I mean, I don't remember what year it came out, but I feel like it was just like that prime time where you're at, I was probably at that age where girls really get into that kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So it just, that's always been my favorite. I think it was around my year, wasn't it? I think it was 91 or around that. Um, I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to look it up actually. But I know that, of course, it, uh, 1991. Yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I don't know. But you know how, like, nowadays all the girls are into Anna and Elsa and stuff like that because that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. was big, you know, for them. So, anyway, what's yours? Uh, Jasmine. I kind of knew it you were going to say Jasmine. that. Jasmine. Yeah, she's always been my girl. Um, now why is that I don't know I guess because I liked Aladdin a lot that's what I was saying I liked the movie Aladdin Uh, the costume helps I think Um, (laughs) yeah but as a little boy I hope that's not what was persuading you (laughs) Um, and uh, yeah we actually met me and my friend Michael met this great Jasmine when we were down there it looked exactly like uh, the cartoon Jasmine. Oh, like, really? She looked. She looked the closest to like you know how sometimes you'll see certain characters that face characters that don't look exactly yeah, like they just don't you know, cut it. Yeah, they're not the you know. There's times where you'll say, you know, that doesn't really look like Cinderella. Though I've seen a perfect Cinderella before there too recently, but um, yeah, but that that was cool. You know, that was like a dream come true seeing a Jasmine that looked like cartoon perfect. Jasmine. Yeah. Um, Joy's giving me a dirty look right now. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on to our news segment. Extra, extra, read all about it. Okay, so with our news, uh, we have uh, a rumor. I guess I don't know if it's a rumor or like a news item here. So I just put it in the news. But uh, maybe no more cash at Disney hotels. They're running this new program where they're going to start off with some different hotels and only have um, 
have them use electronic payments. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, for, like, you know, the stores there, the food there, all that kind of stuff. Now, no that's cash. just basically resorts? Or you think that's going to eventually switch over to everywhere? And they're I just... think they're testing it, I guess, to maybe have it everywhere. Yeah. Um, but see how it goes anyway. You know, you're going to have people flipping out and asking, why can't I pay with cash? It's it's the actual currency right. or whatever. But uh, they're letting these people know ahead of time. I believe it starts in uh, February uh, that they're doing this test run. Now, so. do you know where they're starting it at? Yes. Let me just double check on where that was. I believe for sure, I, I think Animal Kingdom launch oh. was one of the test ones. I could be confusing it with something. Oh, no, it is Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, let me... I mean, I don't know what there is to test about it other than seeing how upset people get by it, but, I mean, That's they already... The test. Right, I mean, because otherwise you Can they know. function, you know, can they function with just um, electronic transactions? Which, honestly, I think that, yeah, there's going to be people who probably think it's dumb or get frustrated, but, I mean, I never really carry cash anyway, so... Me neither, and I yeah. And I think most people don't, but... Yeah, well, I think the thing that it might be hard, it might make it a little easier, but I could see it being harder even. It's, I'll have to ask foreign people. But I think it could be tough for foreign people. They come here and they, they, you know, get the cash. You know, well, the, yeah, but at, when you're, but, mm-hmm. you can use your cards overseas and stuff. You can, and but, just I, but a I, certain, um, yeah, it's a charge rate. on it. Yeah, right. Well, it's just an exchange rate. It just depends on what your bank's exchange rate is, I think, versus that. You shouldn't have... Most places, I mean, when we were overseas, we didn't have extra fees on top of oh, okay. it. It was just, you know, you might have a different exchange rate than you would get when you were exchanging cash. But okay, I, never, so I never thought of that part. We have... Uh, it is Jumbo House... At the at the resort of Animal Kingdom Lodge, will be the first location to accept the electronic electronic payment only for purchases and services. Um, guests with resort or dining reservations during the pilot program have been advised of the change. Um, the valid form of payments are Magic Bands, credit cards, debit cards, Disney gift cards, Disney rewards, redemption cards, um, and electronic payments such as Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Google Pay. Although that they will be cashless. They can uh, still accept cash for tips, and it would start February twelfth, according to Until WWE when? News Today. It doesn't, I guess, from then on. Oh, I guess. You know, so it's just that go. one resort, though. So far, yes. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, now I wonder me, why they're actually changes. doing it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what uh, I mean. I wonder what drove them to the decision. Well, to be honest, it's probably easier if they don't have to worry about cash registers and taking money into the back room and all that kind of stuff that we had to do at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. You know, like when I worked at Animal Kingdom, I had to take the uh, cash drawer out when we closed. I had to cover it with a lid. I had to put it in a bag. You know, all this kind of stuff. And like, you know, uh, you're you're look, you know, you're still passing guests with this thing. You know, and and it can be, um not nerve-wracking really because you're at disney world so it's not most likely not going to be anything bad but right i can see doing that counting it putting it through the thing you know it's it's easier probably and you wouldn't have to worry about um uh fake bills or anything either so yeah yeah 
it could just be something that's uh, easier. It's more convenient for everybody. I think also it's probably due to, they might look and say, we don't even get that much cash anymore compared to what we did. And most of our payments have been electronic. Why don't we just start pushing, you know, that way? Right. So that, that might be something that they, you know, took a look at and said it might make more sense to just, you know, go with what is the trend. Right. Makes so sense. Far. Okay. okay. What's um, next? I have uh, Mini Rocks the Dots will be back for a second year at Disney Springs to celebrate National Polka Dot Day, uh, which is tomorrow. The 22nd oh, is National Polka Dot Day. Um, on the 22nd, she's also receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Hollywood. Um, the event, which will be streamed live on Disney.com, will inc- include Bob Iger um, and Katy Perry, because she's going to be in ABC's American Idol. Oh. Um, on January 21st at Disney Springs, a DJ dance party will take place. So today, earlier, a <laughs> DJ dance party to celebrate. Um, they're offering discounts through tomorrow for anyone wearing polka dots. So, where at, polka at Disney dots, Springs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, I did. If, I think I remember them doing that last year. If you're wearing polka dots, you know you can get ten percent off at Paddlefish, ten percent at Blaze, ten uh, percent off at uh, a purchase at Basin or Bassin. Man, um, this is so my day. Ten percent off purchases at Arriba's Brothers, fifteen percent off uh, Sugar Boo and Co. off Johnny Wass. 20% off a single item at Sperry. Wow. 20% of merchandise at Volcom. Buy one, get one 30% off at American Threads. Uh, You can receive a complimentary charm and bracelet from Luxury of Time by Diamonds International. Well, I think Uh, next year I need to plan to go. Yeah, receive a complimentary mini demo at MAC Cosmetics. Wow. A complimentary mini latte art on a beverage at Joffrey's. Um, and then they're doing a Minnie Mouse makeover at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Aww. So, you know, if you're down there while you're listening, tomorrow on the 22nd, get your 10% off of all those places. That's um, pretty awesome. Okay, we also got Walt Disney World Resorts may soon add basic first aid services to the list of guest amenities. Um, beginning next week, Disney's All-Star Music will start a three-month pilot program for registered nurse offering first aid. Hmm. Um, Similar to the in-park first aid centers, the resort registered nurse will be able to offer over-the-counter meds, bandages, and basic first aid. That's pretty nice. Um, At All-Star Music, the nurse will be in the lobby from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. daily. That's actually pretty good. Good idea. Yeah, definitely. So you're not going in and just buying the stuff yourself? Well, I mean, I was thinking more like if somebody was sick and just not sure what to do or something or, you know, yeah. out of out of state, not having to go to a, um urgent care or whatever it is, you know, being that you're not around there, from around there. You may still have to go to one though. Um, yeah, I don't know how. Sure. I don't know how much they'll be able to do. Yeah. Uh, we also got Disney has filed permits for early stage site preparation for the upcoming Tron coaster at Magic Kingdom. Awesome. Um, although uh, we are not likely to see the actual ride built for some time, says WDWMagic.com, 
We should soon be seeing groundwork clearing and site prep uh, in Tomorrowland. Now that's going to be next to Space Mountain? Yes. Okay. Next to Space Mountain behind the uh, speedway. Okay, okay. Now that's supposed to be done for 2021? Um, I believe it would be done by then, yes. Yeah. Okay. The arena at ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex officially opened uh, three days ago. So uh, they have a facility there at Now Wide what's World that going to be for? I think that's for like their cheer, like, you know how they do the stuff. cheer. Um, Competitions and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Because that used to be at the Indie, I think. Didn't it? I think it used to be at Indiana Jones. Oh, really? I did not know that, actually. I think they did that before, yeah. Hmm. We're supposed to be going up to Wide World Sports in a couple weeks to meet up with friends that are here for a soccer competition. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't been over there since you were there, I think. Oh, that long? Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's nothing for us to go over there for, so... I went there for a Vinylmation trading convention one time. Oh, that's neat. When I was at, uh, down there in my first program. Hmm. They were all snobs there, though. They already had the Vinylmation I had, and they're like, you want to trade that? Like, it wasn't a great <laughs> Vinylmation. It wasn't, like... but I was like, I was like, okay, like... It's like when Lucas went to Pokemon card trading at Toys R Us. He was like, this sucks because nobody wants to trade the cards that he has. Yeah, because they probably, a lot of them already have them or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, which makes it no fun. All right. So we also have uh, some Disneyland news. Uh, Disney is, Disneyland is altering the parade route that they have currently. Um. They are also going to be uh, changing some of the queue line for It's a Small World over there. Any reason uh, why? Well, it, it so that's why they're doing the parade route changes to make room for the attraction's new queue, which is going to create more space. Oh, okay. Because uh, sometimes right now the queue spills across the path, so they're making that change to, you know, I see. Fix that. Uh, so I think that's going to be coming up here soon. They're closing the holiday edition of Small World right now uh, tomorrow on the twenty second, and they'll be closed. And then the classic version will open back up on February second. So I guess they do like a holiday overlay. All right, and we have two more. Uh... I got four more news items before we get to rumors and some even some part uh, some movie news too we have as reported uh, by blueloop.com Disney has filed a patent for an augmented reality system to allow users to jump into Star Wars universe armed with their very own lightsabers um, the patent was filed back in September and published on the 4th of January I guess people just found this recently. Um, 
it's the idea that you'll be able to carry a virtual lightsaber, use it in fights, and interact with your environment. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, that would be so much fun to, to do that. And I have another patent here for location-based merchandise. Interactive merchandise with your location. Huh. How does that work? I don't know. Let's read about it. Um, it was filed in July and published on the 11th. Uh, stationary, a stationary physical location with established border boundaries. Uh, there will be a defined game player zone for players participating in the interactive experience. They will enter the v defined game player zone with some type of toy which would be the interactive merchandise, which may include gloves or hand coverings, items of clothing, headwear, mobile devices, or an item carried by the player. Um, I don't know. It'll generate virtual targets uh, within a separate defined theatrical zone. Uh, use, like, infrared technology. I don't know. It's kind of confusing to read all these patents because you don't know what they're going to be used for. Right. You know, right. so it's it's tough to tough to say what it is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we do have some news over in uh, the other parks as well. Tokyo Disneyland um, announced their thirty-five thirty-fifth happiest celebration, which begins in April and runs until March twenty-fifth of twenty nineteen. It includes a new daytime parade, a new nighttime spectacular, other new shows, decorations throughout the park, and a reopening of It's a Small World and more. Um, the grand finale from January 11th to March 25th of 2019 will also feature unique decorations and merchandise at both parks in Tokyo Disney. Uh, so they have a new parade called Dreaming Up. Uh, it's a 45-minute parade featuring 13 floats and 140 performers. Mickey and Pluto lead the parade on a float pulled by winged horses to take guests to a world of fantasy and imagination. Uh, they feature many wonders of the Disney dream, including Playing Dreams, featuring Goofy and characters from Alice and Pinocchio, Dreams from the Heart, which is Minnie Mouse, and characters from Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, and Rapunzel, um, Dreams of Enchantment with Chip and Dale, along with characters from Beauty and the Beast, Winnie the Pooh, Dreamers Take Flight, or Dreams Take Flight, with Donald and Daisy, Baymax and Hero, Mary Poppins, Peter Pan, and Wendy. Dreaming Up will begin on April 15th of 2018, and the current daytime parade Happiness is Here will end on April 9th. Okay, so we have a new nighttime spectacular over there too. Celebrate Tokyo Disneyland. In Tokyo's new nighttime show, Mickey will take guests on a magical musical journey th around the park featuring state-of-the-art projections, lasers, water cannons, and more. The 15-minute show in front of Cinderella Castle is set to be a performance on a grander scale than ever before experienced at the park, and it begins July 10th of 2018. They have a new show at Theater Orleans, Let's Party Gras, is what it's called. Uh, it shows Panchito and Jose Carioca with Goofy, Donald, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, uh, what's the what's her name from the um, 
the female Chippendale um, character. And uh, uh, Clarice in that? Yes, yes. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I met her. And Max. Me too. Huh. And him too. Yeah. So uh, that's a new show. It'll pe- appear, you know, July 10th, which is the day everything starts. Um, it's going to be a 25-minute show and take place four to five uh, times daily. The current show, Mini O oh Mini, will end on March 19th. Uh, Small World reopening on April 15th. It's a new enhanced um, Small World attraction. Nearly 40 new figures has been added, including Anna, Elsa, and Olaf, Ariel, um, characters from Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Brave, Cinderella, Aristocats, Tangled, Pinocchio, Hercules, Mulan, Aladdin, Jungle Book, Lion King, The Three Musketeers, Lilo and Stitch, Moana, and Finding Nemo. So it's kind of more like the Disneyland version of Small World, which actually has dolls that are based on characters from the movies. Uh, Celebration Street. There's a whole street on World's Bazaar Main Street, and it'll transform into Celebration Street. Uh, in the center will stand Celebration Tower, a 10-meter-tall monument featuring nine statues of Mickey Mouse dressed in different costumes from Tokyo Disneyland anniversaries and Tokyo Disney Sea Grand Opening. During the day, the new 35th anniversary song will play, and at night, the ceiling will be illuminated with multicolored lights and projected images. Other decorations... Um, you know, there's going to be a plaza in the front of the castle with a 35th anniversary logo. There's going to be limited time shops. Um, at Disneyland Sea, they're going to have a celebration on the sea, uh, which is a new show. during, and it, uh, That's at Mediterranean Harbor. Mickey, Minnie, Duffy, and Sheila May, uh, Sheila May uh, and other characters will greet guests on board a special boat. On the waters of the Mediterranean Harbor with the anniversary song playing. And it's a 12-minute show. Uh, Dockside Stage will have a new show called Hello New York, which is 25 minutes long. Running four to five times a day. There's going to be fireworks called A Brand New Dream. Uh, 35 statues of Mickey in special costumes will be in each themed land. Uh, Special merch... A memory maker that is a wearable memory maker. Huh. Uh, new outfits for Duffy and friends because he's really big over in Japan. Special menus. Oh, the kids would like that. Special decorations for the hotels. You know, like the soaps and stuff will be anniversary themed. The uh, cards, you know, the room keys are logos on there. Uh, there's actually going to be throw bed throws, television stands, and lampshades with designs of Mickey and Minnie in special costumes at the hotels. In your room. Huh. Alright. Yeah, so that's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, And just one more thing that is newsworthy on the park side. We got Disneyland Paris. They're having a special Disney Fan Days event. Days spelled D-A-Z-E. Um, it's to join the biggest, you know, the biggest Disney fans um, during this inaugural party at Disneyland Paris during the first weekend in June. So I'll actually be there for this. I'm going to try to buy tickets for it. They start going on sale tomorrow at 1 p.m. French time. Uh, but there's going to be special 
characters. There's a heroes and villains alley uh, where it looks like um, it's a crime fighting magic in heroes and villains alley. Have your camera ready to capture the action. You might be caught in the middle of a brawl, so it sounds like them fighting each other. Um, <laughs> but they're going to have special characters. I heard like maybe Oswald and Hortensia are going to be there. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm hoping to get some of that while we go while we go over there. And let's see here, we got some movie news. Coco is confirmed for. February 27th on, on DVD. I believe they had a press release. Um, we have apparently news on the live action Sword in the Stone movie. Um, apparently it's going to be kind of dark, apparently, because we're going to have Juan Carlos Fresnadillo. Probably Fresnadillo or something, because you know how like, quesadillas are not dillas. <laughs> um, yeah. He's best known for directing the zombie thriller 28 Weeks Later, is in negotiations to helm the Sword in the, Sword in the Stone um, live-action movie. Brian Cogman, who is a writer and producer on Game of Thrones, wrote the script. So that is going to be uh, pretty interesting there. Um, as much as we have, that's all we really have on that movie. Uh, writer Stephanie Folsom, who is from Blacklist, has wrote, has signed on to write a script for Disney and Pixar's upcoming Toy Story 4, um, which is supposed to release next year. I don't know what this means for this, though. Uh, so Pixar has the has put the next adventure of Woody and Buzz in the hands of Blacklist scribe Stephanie Folsom. Uh, she's taken over writing the script for Toy Story 4. I don't know if she's going in there to punch it up or if she's starting all over again. Hmm. Yeah, that would. But that's from Deadline, and it is still supposed to open next June 2019. So I'm assuming she's just punching up the script a bit because I don't know how you could be working on a movie that, you know, you can't make a movie in a year. So. Yeah, yeah. From scratch and. Yeah. Starting all over. Alright, I guess over to the rumors. We have a rumor here that the Sweet Spells Bake Shop on Beverly Sunset um, you know Sunset Boulevard there is rumored to be closing in February uh, to be converted into an additional retail location along Sunset Boulevard so I guess they'll take out the Sweet Spells part which is the actual bakery in there Um, it used to be connected to Villains and Vogue I guess now that's not really called Villains and Vogue anymore but Yeah, so I guess the sweet spell part is actually what's going to be leaving and just be more store. Um, It is going to be... um, It's become home to mostly Pixar-related items in the last few months. The Vogue store, Real Vogue. Um, So it is rumored to become home to Toy Story merchandise since there's no full retail store in Toy Story Land. Um, Makes sense. I know my friend Rich is upset about that. He used to work at Sweet Spells, so. Oh really? Yeah. So for him, it's losing a a place he worked at, you know. Yeah. And also, we have rumors of Talking Mickey Mouse to be silenced. Oh yeah, I did see that. 
So uh, that, that I'm upset about. Apparently one of the rumors was it was making guests confused when he would speak because other Mickey Mouses did not speak. Mm, I guess I could see that. Yeah, but I mean, like, so you're going to complain that he speaks? I don't know. It's just it's I know weird. what you mean. You know? Um, it's such a cool technology. I, it's, and we know that they tested it out recently when we were still doing this podcast over in Disneyland uh, with Donald and Minnie and Mickey, you know? Yeah. So, so hopefully that means that they're still going to be doing it at some point, you know? Um, but it, it sucks that it's going to be closing down because um, that's one of the best parts of of that area i think is it makes you look yeah you can meet mickey anywhere but it has that incentive then to actually like be there meet, meet him again because this time he talks you know like it's you know so i guess we'll go over to our character of the week okay so our character of the week this week is donald duck his full name is Donald Fauntleroy Duck. Uh, he is he was voiced by Clarence Nash in the 30s all the way up to 84, and now the voice is Tony Anselmo from 84 to present. His significant other is Daisy Duck. His father is Quackmore Duck. His mother is Hortense McDuck. What a name, Quackmore. <laughs> yeah. His sibling is Della Duck. It's a twin sister there. His relatives, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, are his nephew. Scrooge McDuck is his uncle, and Goose, Gus Goose is his cousin. Um, his first appearance was The Wise Little Hens in 1934, which was a silly symphony. Um, and then he became, you know, he started uh, being in Mickey Shorts, and became so popular he got his own branch of shorts uh, that started in 38 and he actually at one point became more popular than Mickey Mouse wow yes which is what he always wanted yeah uh, his first appearance was six years after Mickey Mouse and he's in, appeared in more films than any other Disney character and is the most published non-superhero comic book character in the world Wow. Alright, so in Disney Studios, Donald is often referred to as the Duck. Uh, Walt Disney himself referred to Donald Duck as the problem child of Disney. A duck skeleton that looks like Donald can be seen in James and the Giant Peach. Uh, a float that looks exactly like Donald Duck appears in Safety Smart in the Water episode from the Timon and Pumbaa's Wild About Safety series. Because of his middle name, Fauntleroy, Donald is the, currently the only major Disney character with an official middle name. Uh, he's in the Kingdom Hearts series. He is a like a wizard in Kingdom Hearts. He does all the um, uh, magic, and he heals you when he feels like it. Uh, sometimes he won't, and you're near death, and you uh, yell at Donald. Uh, though Donald has black eyes, he they sometimes appear to be blue in 2D artwork or in his 3D models and artwork such as the Kingdom Hearts 3 artwork. Donald's eyes could possibly really be blue as when Pete held, 
had a close up in Mickey, Donald, and Goofy the Three Musketeers, he had brown irises. Pete did. I don't know why that's in a Donald trivia. Okay. There is a <laughs> common urban legend stating that Donald Duck comics were banned in Finland just because the character does not wear pants. So it's an urban legend, so I'm guessing that means it's not true. <laughs> um, Donald Duck is the only popular film and TV cartoon character to appear as a mascot for the sports team of a major American university. He is the mascot of the Ducks at the University of Oregon. Oh. His name and image are also used in numerous commercial products like Donald Duck Orange Juice, uh, which was introduced in 1940. Uh, During his stint in the 1930s, Donald at one point overtook Mickey Mouse in popularity, as I said. Disney Studios once received an army draft notice on behalf of Donald Duck. uh, And he resembles a species of duck called Crested Duck. So, I don't know if I'm going to go through all of his appearances, because he's been in a lot. Yeah. um, One thing is, his appearances have really changed recently, you know. uh, Well, not recently, but, you know, back in the day, he used to be a longer, have a longer bill. Uh, He had a um, white hat instead of a blue hat at one point. So, um, I like classic Donald a lot. Like, seeing him with the white hat really makes me excited for some reason. I guess because he's no longer wearing that. So, <laughs> um, Alright, and that is our character of the week. And um, we don't have trivia this week, but I do have a mini game to uh, that is just for you. Okay, Just and, for me? Yeah, put you on the spot. Oh my. And it's called Disney World or Disneyland, okay? So I'm going to say the names of attractions or themed worlds, okay? Like themed lands. Okay. You know? um, and you're going to have to tell me either if that land only appears in Disney World or Disneyland. Or if. Or both. Well, you're just going to say it's going to be land or world, is pretty much what you're going to say, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and it's each question, the answer is going to be either land or world. If I ask you a name of an attraction, I'm asking, where did it open first? Wait a minute. Where did what open first? Like, uh, I'll use an example one here. Oh, so okay, if, I, okay. if I said Haunted Mansion, you'd have to tell me, did it open in Disneyland or Disney World first? Right? Okay, okay. And you have 30 seconds, okay? Oh my god. And we'll, okay. see, we'll see how many you get in 30 seconds. Why are we putting me on the spot? Not uh, because uh, I couldn't write questions for myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I wanted this to be kind of like a, I, I wanted to change it up from having trivia every time that we run short or whatever too. You know, just to um, have something else. Okay. Add to it. Okay. So I'm gonna start the clock, and as soon as I ask you the first question, okay, if they're gonna start easy and probably get harder, okay. Okie doke. So the first throwaway one here is which park opened first? Disneyland. Okay, New Orleans Square is in which one? Disneyland. Splash Mountain opened first where? Mm, I'm going to say Disneyland. Space Mountain. (sighs) Ten seconds. Shoot. I feel like that was Disney World first. Yeah, Toy Story Mania. Disney World? 
Little Mermaid ride. Disney World. Uh, no, Disneyland. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Disneyland. Yep. Okay. Well, that's 30 seconds. <laughs> I still had more after that. but um, So you only got one wrong, I think. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's because uh, I didn't know if Little Mermaid was over there. <laughs> I'll just go through the next ones here. You can just tell me what you would think, but none of these count. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Disneyland. Yes. Uh, Country Bears. Mm, Disney World. Yes. And actually, um, it did exist at Disneyland at one time, but it has closed. Uh, Toontown. Where it opened first. Um, I'm going to say Disneyland. Disney World. By oh, a few really? years. Yeah, by like four or five years. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Buzz Lightyear Ride. Disney World. Yes, by six years. Wow. It took 98 that and then 2005. Yeah. And Star Tours. Uh, Disneyland. Uh, correct. Yeah. All right, so I guess we'll end with our favorite Disney prince. Um, and then uh, we'll, you know, tell people where they can find us. But uh, favorite Disney prince, what, what type of answer are you looking for on this? <laughs> well, I'll tell you my answer. Okay. Mine would be Flynn Rider. Okay, I guess he's a prince now that they're married. Yeah, yeah see? I'll go Prince Ali. Aladdin. Ah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, he's technically a prince because Genie made him one. Um, and he does marry Jasmine, so there is... Now, if I had to say one that was already a prince, it mm -hmm. would be Prince Eric. Oh, okay. How about you? Probably Prince Adam. Beast. Which is who? Beast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always for I never really really know his name. It, I don't think it's his official name to be honest. I don't think he's ever named, but that is what people call him, Prince Adam. I'm gonna look this up right now. Um, yeah, it says it is. It says, yeah. but it's never mentioned in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. But it was later confirmed by in the Broadway musical. Oh, uh, okay. So, I don't know. I don't know any... I don't... I feel like I don't really actually know very many of the prince's names, actually. We got Prince Charming. Oh, yeah. I guess that that's, is his name. That's two of them, actually. That's um, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White? No. Neither. No, that's... Uh, well, it's Snow White and... Um, Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah. Duh. Who's Sleeping Beauties? Prince Philip. Oh, that's right. That's right. You could even do something like Simba. He's a prince, technically. Yeah, that's true. Mufasa is the king of the Pride Land. Um, yeah, Did you so, know that mm -hmm. Belle is the only person in her village who wears blue? I did not, but I guess now we're not doing a character of the week of Belle, because there is a trivia right there. <laughs> well, anyway, it's meant to symbolize how different she is from everyone else. Uh, well, you know, blue is the best color, so... I'm just, I clicked on the one thing and it says 30 facts you may not have known about Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Yeah, so that is our favorite princes. Um, 
and I guess that really wraps up the show here. Um, unless if you did want to talk about why Anna and Elsa are not considered official Disney princesses, but that is, um, oh, that's while, right. while we're on the subject of princes and princesses. Well, what was the thing I read? There were reasoning saying because um, Elsa is actually a queen. Mm-hmm. Another belief is because they're sisters and they both, um, well, not because they're sisters, but because neither one was really, it wasn't a single leading lady. It was, you know, both of them. And another reason that I think you said you believe it is too is because it's like it's its own thing now. It makes so much money on its own. Why you <coughs> yeah. wrap them into the Disney princess thing? Yeah, it's its own brand. And yeah. they got a sequel coming out. And they like to probably... You know, when they add them to the Disney princesses, it's not just a coronation thing that they do. It is... They actually add them into the product lines. So if right, you buy right. something like uh, Disney princess themed, you know, or if you buy like... If you go to uh, like uh, Party City and you look at birthday favors and it's right, Disney right. princesses, they would appear on there as well. Right. They would uh, appear on all the merchandises there. And I think one reason why they keep them separate is because Frozen is such a strong brand itself. And Frozen itself has been billions of revenue itself, you know? like Right. And it's probably their biggest moneymaker in the kid demographic. Uh, probably even more so in the female uh, kid demographic. But, you know, if they add them to the princesses line, I don't know if that means they would have to stop doing themed frozen stuff i don't, I don't think so because if you think about it like for as like in regards to the birthday party stuff there's still just beauty and the beast or just ariel and you know what i mean is there i don't think yeah, there is there is there is because i mean you might not be able to find it when you walk in party city but if you go online you can find it like yeah at the birthday still... websites or whatever because uh, okay. um one of our friends had a Beauty and the Beast one last year, and that's what she did. She ordered oh. it online. But, yeah, so, I mean, like, the, you know, it, and it probably looks better, too, if they can tell their stock people, hey, we made this much money off Frozen. You know? Right, right. Then if you say, we made $3 billion off of Disney princesses, right? Yeah. And we made, let's say, $5 billion, these are just fake numbers, $5 billion off of Frozen... Well, I don't know if putting the Frozen Princesses with the Disney Princess line is going to make that eight billion worth. You know, like right, right. it's gonna, it's a little different in that sense. So they can say it's something that they can prove and say, look how much money Frozen itself is making. That's why we keep making these shorts. That's why we keep making these movies, stuff like that. You know, and yeah, um, <clears throat> I just don't think they see it as a benefit of moving it over to disney princesses now we're talking about this because moana is being talked about as adding into it right yeah yeah they're talking about adding her moana's brand is not as strong as frozen's you know yeah and the last one that they added was um merida yeah yeah and i didn't really like that to be honest I didn't like that what, because she's her? she's pixar i wanted them uh, it, to that keep is it a, separate it drives yeah, that me is nuts. a little weird yeah, because you look at Merida on there, and you're like, okay, yeah, but she might be a princess, but she's actually a Disney Pixar princess, not a Disney princess. You know, yeah. so that kind of drives me nuts. Um, but yeah, it's just a way for them to market it. 
uh, I think, better. Um, they can... And you know what? They can probably push the Frozen merchandise on boys more, even if it features the princesses, right? If it's yeah. not labeled as Disney princesses. The Disney princesses label is pink. It's... Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the lines of their dolls are, like, really geared towards, you know, probably 8 to 10 uh, girls, you know. Um, but, you know, they, they can really still push it. If they have, here, here's an Olaf toy with Anna, you know, maybe boys are going to buy it because they like Anna and they like Olaf, you know. But if it was in a pink box and it was just Anna, maybe they wouldn't. So, um, I think that's something that really... Um, kind of like the underlayings of it you know and also like we said elsa is a queen she's not a princess yeah um and anna while she's technically a princess she's not actually in line to get the crown unless if elsa dies you know so yeah um so she's like forever a princess really but and i don't think they would add one and not the other either you know so yeah uh, but maybe we'll see them added to it when Frozen actually dies down. That's what I'm assuming. You know, maybe after the sequel, you go another five years out from there, and the Frozen brand maybe isn't as strong. They move it over because I'm sure back in the day, like we probably had Aladdin merch with Jasmine on it, and Beauty and the Beast merch with, you know, Belle on it. Oh yeah. For yeah. for years and years, and then when they suddenly started dying out in popularity, they add them into this princess line. You know. Yeah. So that's probably how that is going to shake out. You know, they, they don't want to add them into Princess because they have a sequel on the horizon. I don't think we're getting a sequel for, like, Mo- Moana. So they can add her just right into it, you know. And like I said before, she's probably not making the billions of dollars of merchandise that Frozen is generating. Yeah. Yeah, it's all brand awareness. And I know it sounds boring to people probably listening at home. But it's not some, like, secret reason of why they're not. It's probably just money. Probably. No, I agree. (laughs) Probably the big reason. Well, um... So I was going to say, so whenever we decide to do Belle for a thing, Mm -hmm. let me know and we can read off these Beauty and the Beast things. Because there's actually quite a few things I didn't know. Definitely. Do we have, like, National Bookworm Day or anything? (laughs) I don't know. There probably is. There's like National Everything Day. (laughs) Add her in that day. um, That week. But yeah, I guess where where can people find you? Um, Okay, so you can follow us on Instagram. Me, personally, at Allgaier Adventures. A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures. Or you can follow, or also you can follow, the um, podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. Okay, and you can also uh, follow us on Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams Podcast. Uh, we are also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Please rate us on the iTunes store. It helps people find us, all 10 people that listen to this. Um, <laughs> give us a rating. Low battery. <laughs> See you real soon.